Hey, you're listening to the Opening Statements Podcast brought to you by Hypercat Social, the podcast bringing you real lawyers and their real stories. I'm Laura. I'm Rebecca. I'm producer Evan. And this week, our guest is Chris Sperry, a founder, not a founder, he is the founder of The Sperry Law Firm. And that is a Georgia business, sports, and hospitality law firm. Yes. And today, his most prestigious honor, he joins us on the Opening Statements podcast. Court is now in session. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you. Very, very happy to be here. We're we're really excited, too, just because of what we were talking about pre-show, which we're going to make you repeat a lot of. And I want to dive into... I said save it for the field. I know, but sometimes you just get to talking and getting to know people. Um, so tell us about kind of your journey. Sure. What got you into law in the first place? Yeah, yeah. Well, the... Uh... If ever there's a story on how not to become an attorney, this is it. Oh, right. okay. Oh, Everyone, listen up. <laughs> I uh, so I graduated Clemson, and I, I get out of school. I still had no idea. Right? It took me five and a half years to graduate Clemson because you know I love football. Because Clemson, yeah. And I was having a great time, and it was a great place to go to school, and uh, you know, and I. So I, I graduate, and I, like I said, I didn't know what I was going to do. And I'm like, well, I applied for some jobs and this, that, and the other, and. I'm like, I, I need more time, more time. You know, law school is three years. Yeah. All right. I'm in. Right. So I, I go to law school. <laughs> what takes the longest? And, uh, <laughs> you know, that and, was like so getting I'm, a job. I'm in law school. <laughs> Did you go to Clemson for law school? Where no, I, uh, I, I, uh, I was, was married at that point and I was – we were planning – I was planning to go – well, it doesn't matter where I was planning to go. Uh, she got pregnant, oh. and so we uh, decided we better stay here because work is here in Atlanta, and she had a, a good job. And so we we stayed here, and I went to Georgia State. Okay. And awesome. but I will say, what a great a great school, really a tremendous experience because you know you you will learn the law, and I you know we may touch on this later, mm -hmm. but you can learn the law anywhere. But you get so many great opportunities in the city mm. to work with attorneys, to work with different people. Yeah. You can learn so much more because law school doesn't teach you how to be a lawyer. That's what we have heard. It's a recurring theme it's about such that. such a recurring theme. Yeah. 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 So that's interesting to know, like, if you are someone who wants to be a lawyer, maybe look at Georgia State because having yeah. those opportunities afforded to you is really valuable. Yeah. I invaluable. mean, if, if you can't find an internship, you're not trying. Yeah. <laughs> really? There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. so I, I get done with law or actually my first year of law school and I'm like, you know what? I don't think I like these people. You know, this is ridiculous. I'm oh, in an ethics yeah. class. I'm like, this, are you kidding me? You're going to, you would do that. Like, that's okay. This is ethical. And I'm, I'm thinking, yeah, I'm like, you know, wait, I thought we were supposed to be better than that. Yeah. You know? And, uh, you know, I'm like, what, what am I going to do though? I, you know, and I, I, at that point I was also really going to date myself here, but I was working uh, or volunteering with the uh, Atlanta Sports Council uh -huh. and helping them out with the Peach Bowl. That was the dating part. Uh, <laughs> and the uh, so, you know, and, and through them, I'd met uh, another attorney, Evan Appel, wonderful, wonderful gentleman. And he helped them with the Super Bowl bid, right, to get the Super Bowl, our first Super Bowl here in yeah. Atlanta. And I was like, oh, cool. you know, dude, I, I want to be you when I grow up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and he sat down with me and spent, you know, a little over an hour talking to me. And, you know, and one of the things he said was, you know, you, you can, you can do this. You know, you yeah. can, you can be an attorney and work with sports and you can have sports clients just, you know, and, and his story was that he was a baseball player that ran out of talent that went back to school at North Carolina, got his degree and, mm. 
you know, and then people were calling him because he was a, you know, new baseball, right? Because yeah. he played minor league ball. He knew all this stuff and it helped me out. And yeah. he got to know sports. And all of a sudden he had this climb base. I'm like, well, I guess I need to learn sports better, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, well, great. Well, I met, uh, oh my gosh, I can't believe I can't remember his name. But anyway, it was uh, some You can some remember it later down... and we'll edit it in. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, <laughs> this sounds great. Uh, met, yeah, I'll that in. <laughs> met some folks down at the Atlanta Motor Speedway mm. and I interned down there. Okay. Now, back then, intern meant they didn't pay you. So I, but I it was still there. still means that for yeah. us. <laughs> uh, you know, so that was, and I was, I was, I was down there for probably a little over two years, oh. you know, doing stuff with them. Kinda, Interning you know, for over, two years? Yeah. No yeah. Well, they had two events back then, right? Mm-hmm. So they had a November event, which was always cold and miserable. And then they had a spring event, which was equally cold and miserable. <laughs> And we, you know, so I would go down and help them in the sales and marketing department and, you know, kind of learn the business of racing. And it was a wonderful education. I loved it. And eventually, and here I am now in my third year of law school, still unsure of what I'm going to do with my life. And I'm thinking, well, what am I, you know, I really like this racing thing though. And my, my, my wife then said, you know, you need to go get a job that pays money. Like, well, that Fair. is a novel concept. <laughs> you know, that is a, that's Fair an idea. recommendation, you know. And uh, so Thanks I support, wrote some babe. letters, and, and I'm almost certain because AMS was on the resume that wrote Atlanta, said, sure, come on up and talk to us. And yeah. So I went up there. I started working while I was in law school 20 hours a week because that's the most I was allowed to do. And I Like allowed by who? The school. Oh, okay. I mean, I could have worked more. Nobody was following I mean, they me were, around. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, but – yeah, I was trying to be a rule follower at the time. Um, I got over that. Oh, um, follow up uh, questions. <laughs> <later>. <laughs> so the uh, yeah, so I, it was it was um, and it was it was great, you know. And all of a sudden, here now I'm I am about to graduate, and I'm like, what what am I going to do? Yeah. Right? Because they were like, listen, you got a job, you yeah. got you got a full time job. You, we want you here. We, we want you to be here. We you know we're going to put you in in charge of the sales and marketing for the racing school. You know, we've got one locate, we've got all these plans, this, da, 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 all this kind of stuff. And I'm just like, wow, that sounds awesome. Yeah. So I go home and I'm like, honey, I, I'm taking that job at the racetrack. Now, I, I know your, your mom's going to be very disappointed to hear this. <laughs> I'm not going to be a lawyer. <laughs> but I'm not going not gonna, not gonna to pursue this law degree. Gonna, did you have like a law debt? <laughs> huh? Yes, of course I did. So that's another What was topic. your degree in from Clemson? Like what did you go to Clemson for? Economics and English. I got – I was there long enough to pick up two degrees. Oh, I mean five wow. and a half years I mean, you said, right? Yeah. If you didn't pick up two. I mean I was sitting there – I was wondering if it was in marketing or I was like no, how we got no, into well, the sales I mean, and marketing. Really, at the but, end of the day, you know, e- economics is pretty much explaining why people make decisions, right? So mm-hmm. if you can understand why people are doing, then you can – it's you can so much to easier them. to mm-hmm. market to them. Sure. So it was. It was a uh, yeah. I'm I'm, I'm pro econ degree. By the way, if anybody's curious where pro I stand econ. on that position, yeah. pro Georgia State. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> it's a little late for me, but so it was. Never it was, too like late. I said, yeah, I can go back. <laughs> it was. It was a wonderful. Yeah. You know, so I. So now here I am at the racetrack, and uh-huh. I'm not making much, but I'm I'm loving it. But you're happy, yeah. right? And it was. It was. It was just great. And the gentleman that I worked for, um, his name was Don Panos. If mm-hmm. you are unfamiliar with Don Panos, he owns the patent rights to transdermal medication or a patch. Any patch. Any like patch? nicotine, like patch? nicotine yeah. patch. Yes. What? Whoa. Right. 
Which if it man, goes on your body, it's if you put on a piece, like even like the pain. His patches? estate is probably still making money. Yeah. Holy cow! Wow. So wow. they had more money than they. His could lawyer spend, was good. Right. Which, by the way, <laughs> is a wonderful attribute if you're going to be in motorsports, right? Because there is no better way to lose money than racing. So. <laughs> yeah, I've watched Formula One. Right. I understand yeah, that. How fast you want to go is how much you got. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's really the it's bottom true. line. So, <laughs> we we go and. Uh, we, you know, we we go there and 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 uh, he's buying assets. I'm buying mm-hmm. another racetrack. I'm buying another racetrack. I'm buying, uh, you know, I'm buying this composites factory. I'm buying this engine factory. I'm going to make my own race cars. I'm going to do my own thing here. Wow. I'm going to, you know, what? I'm I'm not happy with the way they're running the series. I'm going to buy the series. What? He just bought all this stuff. Incredible. Don't you just like that? You're like, mm, I don't like this. I'm, I'm going to buy it and change right. it. I don't like the shows on Bravo. I'm just going to buy it and just like change it up. Yeah. I do. I love the shows on Bravo. Though. If you're listening, Andy Cohen, we love you. We love you. Shut up, Bravo. <laughs> just an example. <laughs> so it was. It was just a great time to be there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Literally, and he and it, you know, and, and it was very small. So I was doing everything, mm-hmm. right? So yeah, I was doing sales and marketing, but you know, all these entities were kind of tied together in one way or another. Oh, by the way, we had a race team, you know, that went to Le Mans and raced at the 24 Hours of Le Mans. It was, which, by the way, is another amazing experience, but that's a story for another day. And Man. so it was it was just amazing. And I, I was, you know, enamored with it. But, you know, in all, all companies, you kind of get to a point where there's nowhere to go. Yeah, you kind of hit that. Um, and there was one seat that I could take. And, by the way, that guy just retired about five years ago. So Oh, wow. I, yeah, and if, if you looked at my LinkedIn page, you realize how long ago Road Atlanta was. So, you know, I would have been waiting for a long time. Yeah. So it, it was probably the right decision. But uh, and then while I was there, I'm just like, you know, all of your contracts are hot garbage. You know, you're, you're putting your logos on stuff. You don't have a licensing deal. You're, you're not, you know, with this company that's manufacturing all this stuff like this is just a mess. You're a mess. You need to get this tidied up and yeah. protect yourself. So I started putting this stuff together. Uh, it took some convincing, which is hard to believe considering what they paid me. Um, (laughs) You know, it was better for me to put this together and run it by their New York Manhattan attorney. Oh, so they did have someone? Oh, yeah, they did. Uh, George Cacolitis, actually. Wonderful, wonderful guy. But he didn't, like, think about everything that you had brought well, to no, the well, table Well, you know, initially? George was like, please, please help them out, right? Because there oh. was so much work, he couldn't, he couldn't keep up, right? And so for him, it was like, you know, he's kind of, I'm getting an intern. I was going to yeah. say, <laughs> kind of sound like, yeah. Back to the intern story. Yeah. And so he was, you know, he's like, this is great. Mm. I'll, t- I'll, you know, I'll take it. And, yeah. you know, and oh, by the way, he still had billable hours because, you know, he still had to review it, change it, edit it, ding, ding, ding. You know, wow. he just didn't have to do the first draft of it. Right. You're working for everybody. So it was awesome. But you know what? I learned every aspect of the business of motorsports, every mm. aspect of it, because it didn't matter whether you were a sanctioning body, a track, a team, uh, a manufacturer, a sponsor. I knew every angle. Right, because I drew those contracts up and I yeah. negotiated those deals. Yeah, awesome, awesome, awesome experience. Like I said, I never would have left, you know, if there was, you I know, if there was a spot, you know. Yeah, and uh, and then Maserati called and made me an offer I couldn't refuse, so I left. <laughs> so, <laughs> so and there then you go. So there, there you go. And then, it, when you went to Maserati, though, was it on like a legal nope. aspect? No, still nope. no. So nope. you'd proven kind of yourself. So there, uh, the the gentleman that hired me happened mm-hmm. to be uh, the president at Road Atlanta when I first started there. Okay. J- Jim okay. Selwell was his name. 
wonderful guy, amazing mustache, great dude. <laughs> that he, says no. That says a lot about a person. I see does. you guys scratching your heads, but that's. I mean, I important. feel that way about a beard. But I don't time frames. It could have been the, the sure. Like, yeah. no, nobody said you a bad know? word about Tom Selleck. That's true. And that I would, is right? true. That's so a when very you can pull fair. That or Mario. Of, everyone you, loves that guy. He's always throwing parties and stuff. <laughs> yeah. So I, you know, I'm just saying it was. He had. He had the look. He was. He was. You know. He fit the part. Right. Yeah. So he eventually left to become the CEO at Rolls Royce. So he's. You know. He had that kind of cachet. Right. Yeah. So anyway, I'm digressing. So we we get to uh, he. So he knew me. Mm. And so he flew me up there and it was like, listen, we want you to take over sponsorship, sell sponsorship for all the Maserati events. And, oh, by the way, you know, we're planning potentially to bring over a race team and all this other sort of stuff. And maybe you can help out with that, too. I'm like, well, OK, that sounds kind of cool. You know, I would I would like to do that. Like, How yeah. old are yeah. you at this point? Oh, geez, oh, Pete. I mean, I was not very old. Um, probably my 30s sometime, <laughs> okay. maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah, it had to be. Well, because it was. Oh, geez. I, I, I could, now that I'm thinking about it, might be able to tell you exactly how old I was. 36 to 38-ish. Okay. All okay. right. Um, you know, when you're born in 1970, it makes math real easy. Um, <laughs> so I feel about my year as well. So, you know, the... <laughs> the but uh, I'm not 1970. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. So, yeah, so I, I went up there and I was, you know, doing that. And then 2008 happened. Um, mm. And, uh, you know, when any company, their sales forecasts get cut in half. Uh, yep. Somebody's probably needs to start fi- working on their resume. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. And me not living in New Jersey where their headquarters were, uh, it didn't take long for me to figure out. I was probably one of those people. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so um, and then I went from there uh, into women's soccer. Uh, what? Yeah. Well, it was a job. It was a job. Was it, it still was, marketing and sales on that yep, side too? Yep. Wow. Sponsorship sales, and it was it was it was actually pretty fun. It was the Atlanta Beat. It was here. They played yeah. Kansas. You know, it was it was a it was an it was a great experience. You know, but when you got you're used to motorsports, this is just it was just a different experience. You know, I mean, now the concepts, everything you're doing is the same. But you know, I didn't have that connection mm. to, yeah. to 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 that like I did to racing and. Sure. And I'm like, well, I need to, you know, so anyway, so then I got a job in, in NASCAR, um, went to work at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. You're saying um, this all so casual. Right? Like, this is a podcast that so nobody can see our eyes bugging yeah. out of our head as he's, like, just <laughs> and continuing. And I million dollars. Yeah, he's like, and you know, and I didn't have yeah. 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 terrorist regime. And then and here. Then. And I'm waiting. Like, we're still to, like, catching up. Part. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. You're saying yeah. all of this and with we'll, the we'll same energy yeah. that I would say, oh, yeah, I bought a new pair, a new pair of shoes yesterday. And, you know, and that was great. And I wholly endorse living in Las Vegas you for anybody. You do? Oh, my God. I yes. have to unpack that just for a second. Why? Because I can only tolerate Las Vegas for two Right. Days. Well, if, if you go hang out on the Strip all the time, you know. Where, what else do you do? Then you will be broke or dead, right? So let's let's just go ahead. That's really not a great option. Yeah, right? Or both. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, because you're going to be partying too much or yeah. gambling too much or spending money too much. It's very easy to spend money there. You know, so you know, you, you there are places off the strip. By the way, it's it's beautiful if you mm-hmm. ever get outside of the city. Uh, you don't have to do yard work. That's r- number one, which is, <laughs> is everything just, just like very incredible. Dust yeah, out you, there? yeah. You clean your rock off. <laughs> you you go to mass at nine o'clock. Yeah, you're done at nine forty five, and this is very important because if they're not done by nine forty five, you cannot get to the window by ten o'clock, which is when the NFL games start. Um, oh yeah, it's important. 
Very important. Okay. Uh, and, you know, thank you, Father. I forgot his name. Was He always got us out of church on time. <laughs> yeah. and so, you know, we go and, and uh, you know, we, we went to, to Red no Rock and, you're, you know, you watch the games and it's, you know, it's a dollar beer, dollar food. Those times are gone. Well, well, you know, not for a casino. Person. Dang, Rebecca. Sure. Right. It's free. Casinos is a you're different. like adding to his day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah casinos is a, are a different economy, right? Yes. yes. They're not making their money off the selling the beer. No, they're not. Only, right? House so, always wins, baby. I, I'm there playing slots and getting my oh. free beer. <laughs> this is great. A quarter at a time. Um, you know, but it was, you know, no state income tax. You're wow. Three hours to L.A., you're a couple hours to some of the most beautiful scenic yeah. stuff you like. Yeah. Hiking, Weather's skiing. pretty good all the year weather round. Weather is is great. It's super um, hot in summer, but well, it's a, it's a dry heat. It's relative. Um, so it, it it's actually not that horrible. Um, yeah. And if you know, and if you live in Vegas, because you know at the time it was, I mean, it was like a million people. And that sounds sort of sounds like a lot. It sounds but, like a lot, but it's not. Well, Compared look, at, look at what we are, right? right? I mean, this is, you know, are you kidding me? I, I get there my first meeting, like, and we're on the north side, as, as far north as you can get. Uh-huh. You need to go meet with the folks at South Point Casino, which is as far south as you can get before you start going into California. Mm. Um, okay. Yeah, you you got to be careful. It's, it's going to take you at least 20 minutes to get there. Oh, my gosh. I'm like, I'm like I, I can't go to the grocery store in Atlanta in 20 minutes. No, you can't. No. No. And I live next to the so, grocery store. <laughs> I'm like, this is, you know, like, like I love this place. Yeah. So yes. it was, it was just great for so many reasons, and you get to know everybody because it's such a small community. And at and, this point, you already like you had kids, right? Yeah. When you were yeah. living in Vegas. What was that well, like? Well, I the the so the, kid, not part the, the... the wife and kids never made it, oh, uh, okay. which is why I came back. Gotcha. Oh, I got gotcha. you. So it uh, and this is this was the end of of wife one story oh oh so we can close the chapter on that book okay and uh so anyway so i came back and then i started my own company paddock 22 which was riding drives which is events and mark and marketing events uh for manufacturers and tire companies and that sort of thing and product training right so we we did a lot maserati was as you may suspect was a very good customer <gasps> uh so we cool. did you know and it was it was it was uh, it was wonderful yeah Okay. okay, so then when did you decide <laughs> to stop the ride and drives and open? Like, where did all of a sudden you said, okay, well, you know what? My true calling is back to this law degree well, I, <laughs> that I, I spent all this money on. Yeah, it's at it's funny you should ask. And like, a wonderful segue. So, Wife uh, one never saw you be a lawyer. <laughs> She's probably over there like, man. I, well, I mean, a, a, so a couple you know, things happened. Like, you know, life things happen, right? Mm-hmm. I was living like a gypsy, right? So I, I – I knew my suitcase better than my stuff was in my house. Oh. I was diamond everything. And, you know, but the last, you know, so I was going, you know, I mean, that's, that was the life I was living. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was, like I said, it was great because I'd go all week, spend with the Maserati dealers, have events on the weekends. Um, not really conducive to raising your kids. Yeah. Um, and, not. and I'm st- and now I'm just having this realization that, you know, now that I'm not married to my ex-wife, uh, these kids are never going to know me mm-hmm. and I'm not going to know them. Yeah. Right? So it's just a horrible, horrible position to find yourself in is, you know, as a father, as a, you know, as a man, like it was just really, it was tough. It was really hard. And uh, so I'm like, I, I need to get off the road. Yeah. I need to get off the road. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm trying to figure this out and I'm talking to Maserati. Cause I, I did a lot of the training myself oh, um, wow. because, you know, 
getting paid to do something and getting the profits was awesome. <laughs> but, you know, they were like, no, we want you. And so I started working out. But then finally, uh, when uh, Fiat and Chrysler merged, and I can't remember who bought who, uh, they decided to take all their product training to Detroit uh, at the Chrysler Chrysler College for cars. I don't know. Whatever they call it up there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that was a big chunk of my business. Oh, really? Oh, so okay. it was like, uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, at that point, I'm like, well, yeah, this is fine. This mm-hmm. is an opportunity. Yeah. What, what is that? Where is that going to take me? Um, so I, I did some, you know, things here and there with, you know, with other manufacturers, some other motorsports stuff. And it was it was fun, you know, and it was all great. And while all this – while my – a career is, you know, falling to pieces. I, you know, I met a woman, right? Mm. Perfect timing. Really tough to thank God. They can I had help you put your life back together. Well, you know what she did. Yeah. And thankfully I had enough miles and points that I could still impress her. <laughs> <laughs> so the diamond status. Yeah. Yeah. So we, you know, we, we dating for a while and, and I'm like, you know, I'm really, you know, I really don't like doing this stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it sounds great. It looks great. And it is great if you're young and single, yeah. but this is not what I want. You know, and I, I wanted to have a relationship with my kid. I was coaching my kid in football, oh, that's um, so great. you know, so that was, that was terrific. And, you know, and I, you know, wanted this relationship to work. I didn't want it to end like my first one. Right. Yeah. So that was probably a little bit more than you ever wanted to know, but we wanted to know it all. We well, liked you. I, yeah, this I, is I, such a great story. Like I really like spill all the tea. <laughs> <laughs> so here I am and, you know, and my wife, <laughs> As only she could put it, it's like, well, you know, you told me that you were an attorney when we were dating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What what happened, Mr. Attorney? What, yeah. you know, what happened to all this? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, well, you know, and, and, and time makes fools of us all. Right. So here. Yeah. Right. So here I am <laughs> like, you know, she's right. Let's let's do it. And she she made good money. So it wasn't like, you know, she couldn't help me out and help kind of get right. this thing started. And uh, so I threw out my shingle and started getting on the phone and calling people and and, you know, got enough business to pay the rent and then got enough business to pay some bills and then started got enough money to pay, you know, some of our rent. And before I knew it, you know, here I am and then things are going. Yeah. So, yeah, and initially it was it was a lot of, of motorsport people. Mm-hmm. Um, and just to sort of clarify what that means, you know, people that race are just really rich people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And this is not stock cars. It's no dirt track. This is sports car racing. Right. Mm-hmm. So this is this is their hobby. Right. I'm going to mm-hmm. let, let that marinate for a minute. I'm going to pay all this money for a car. I'm going to drive the hell out of it. Heck out of it. I think it's a hell. We, I've heard worse on the show. You can say no. all those, all the, what's the seven dirty words or whatever. George, Car- George Carlin George is fine Carlin's, on this podcast. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, you know, and I'm going to beat it up. I'm going to crash it. I'm going to fix it. I'm going to do all this. I'm just going to keep doing this. I might take my helicopter up to the track. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, right. So it's, it's a, it's a different level of money. Yeah. Right? You know, yeah. Than, than your average Joe. But so they've got businesses. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, it's not their primary, like, right. One of them, you know, had invested in a restaurant and he's like, can you help me out? Mm -hmm. So I'm going, I do this. And really what I found out was, you know, these are wonderful people. They are busting their hump. They are living the dream, Mm -hmm. right? They're making, you know, know, taking care of their family through this. Yeah. And they are bad business people, typically. Bad business people. First of all, owning a restaurant is maybe not the best business model to begin with. 
mm-hmm. uh, you know, where cash flow is horrible, you're paying rent, you know, paying somebody else's mortgage, mm-hmm. and you know, you're and you do this, and your hope is, well, maybe I'll open up a second one right. and mm-hmm. work eighty hours a week and make this, you know, make a little bit more. It does yeah. seem like a really odd as someone who. So I worked on a food truck for a little while, um, mm-hmm. so that some friends opened, and they opened a brick and mortar, and just kind of seeing. You know, that being the success, like, oh, we made, you know, we did it as a food truck and now we have a brick and mortar and now they're working, you know, like you said, like 80 hours a week. And it's right. like, this is a weird model for success. Yeah. Something is fundamentally wrong yeah. here, probably. <laughs> so it, it, you know, and, and, and I, you know, and again, this is in no way a slight because like I said, I, I admire and respect what, you know, what they're able to do, mm-hmm. you know, but they weren't, they didn't have the advantage of a, of a, of a, you know, the background and education to let them know that there's a better way to do business. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, so with, with all my clients, you know, and by the way, now I'm like 80% restaurants. Really? So really? Complete, well, because there was a need, right. There yeah. was a real niche there mm-hmm. uh, and a niche that didn't require that I go travel. Right. So yeah. I could stay here in town and do it. Keep white and, too. And mm-hmm. look, <laughs> and I, I love motorsports. Mm-hmm. I love eating too. Right, I do. I mean, right. the, there is, your loves can be entwined. Right, it, it is. <laughs> it's just a, it's a magnificent thing. So I, you know, so as and I'm and I'm starting to get more clients. I'm seeing the same, you know, kind of issues. Um, you know, and now like what kind of issues come up? Yeah, well, like so, what are these issues? That's what so I wrote down. Eighty percent <laughs> restaurant issues? Question mark. Yeah, like yeah. what so, are just have that much come from? Right. Like, what are you solving? Well, first of all, most restaurants are, particularly if you're a startup, Mm -hmm. you you may hear terms like unbankable. Okay. Right? Mm -hmm. Uh, We're not going to give you a loan. Yeah. Yeah. We're, you know, you need to find other sources. Well, those other sources are usually friends, family. Investors. Investors. Not um, banks. And they will sit there and they will form their business uh, through somebody that's not a lawyer. Uh, and I say that because there is no operating agreement. I just learned about that. And so and like, I went to the Georgia Secretary of State and I applied. <laughs> yeah. And, and I made and, an LLC. Uh, you know, or they've got some agreement written on a napkin. Yeah. You know, or something. Yeah. And inevitably, you know, there's going to be a problem mm-hmm. with, with, with a partner, at mm-hmm. least one. Right. And nothing good comes from partnerships. Well, well, <laughs> well I, it's funny you say that Except because my, my first question is, do you need it? Do you need a partner? Yeah. Right? Because a loan goes away. Mm-hmm. The partner doesn't. So yeah. make it, make it, I want you to think about this long mm. and hard before you make this just choice. Mm-hmm. Now, sometimes, you know, it's, it works great. Yeah. I, if, Laura, and, if you ever do anything, I am your partner. Yeah. You <laughs> would be my Joe. only one, but we've had 10 years of relationship building. We can to do work that. through conflict. But no. I could see that, like, where if I'm asking you for money and then you're like, well, I want to be a partner in the business. Yeah. And then now I not... get a big yeah. say in everything that well, you do. Yeah. You, you don't really I mean, know you know... anybody until money's involved, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. that's, 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 a, that's, that's probably a, a pearl of wisdom right there. I don't know where mm-hmm. I came. I must have read that on a fortune cookie. But <laughs> you know, so it's, it's, it's your years but, of experience. Well, but it, it, it does become true, right? So either yeah. you're doing bad and I need money and all of a sudden everybody's, you know, fighting each other. Which is you know horrible because you know you're already not doing great, mm-hmm. or you're making all this money. I say that's the other and then it's like it. well, you know I should be getting more, right? Well, where, you know how come I'm not? I do more? this and much I'm, more than you. Yeah, and I, yeah, and all yeah. of a sudden it, it goes back to well I'm working harder. Well, then you know it doesn't matter once you've set up your business, you set up your business, right? Yeah. Now you can 
have contingencies for those sorts of things. You can write in that you need to be an active participant or they, they actively do these roles and then you can address it later. Like, well, how would I, you know, claim, you know, claw this back? But at the time, most of these are set up. It's a handshake. Yeah. Right. And um, so a lot of it was kind of let me let's clean this mess up and then we'll go to. Uh, you know, let's get you structured properly and protected properly. And then let's start to also look at protecting your assets. Because the other thing that people in the restaurant do a lot of is they will sign a personal guarantee like it's going out of style. Oh, really? Right? Because they'll say, oh, I, I have to have this. I have to have this. Yeah. Now, well, first of all, let's at least argue with them. Right? Let's at least argue with them. Right? You've got, you know, you've got revenue records. <laughs> you've got this. You've got money in the bank. You know, call – baloney on that yeah right um and you know or at the very least let's limit it right let's put a cap on it or let's Mm -hmm. put it for a certain amount of time or for this right so you know let's let's look at all these kinds of different things you know and you know so it was a lot of that and there was a lot of you know i'm having a problem paying fill in the blank vendor okay well you know i and i I, i've been served Mm -hmm. okay well Here's what we got. We got 30 days to file an answer. I'm going to see if I can solve this before 30 days are up, right? Because when you go to court, nobody's going to win. Nobody, not them, and certainly not you, Mm -hmm. right? Let's get this. We'll get a payment plan. We'll get something. We'll get this worked out. If they can't pay the vendor, how do they pay you? Well, that is the tricky part of being an an attorney for restaurants, Mm. you know, and you need to understand that, you know, first of all, the you know, they're in a bad spot when they call, and it's going to be a lot worse if, if they don't get some help. So I do have some leverage. It's your right? ethics class coming in. And then the flip side of that is, you know, you, you kind of structure the deal a little bit differently. So I'm not going to take a $10,000 retainer. I'm not going to take a $5,000. I'll take, you know, a $3,000 retainer. Mm-hmm. I know you can afford that. When we get to that $3,000, I'm going to call, see where how you're doing, and we're going to work through this together. Right. So you've got to be a business partner with them. Yeah. And you've got to understand Mm -hmm. their business. They never have big chunks of cash sitting around. That is never, ever, if they are, maybe they're doing something you don't need to know about. I was going to say, I was like, you don't ask. Um, (laughs) You don't ask after that. But you, you know, but that's, you know, that's the nature of the beast. Yeah. Right. So now let's work on a, you know, on a reasonable payment schedule and then we'll work on this and then we'll get you out. Right. So that's. You know, so you're you're kind of negotiating with and against yourself all at the same time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, and and then when we get into COVID, you know, it was it was a you know sort of a fascinating time, and and everybody has their COVID stories, right? Uh, you know, but for the restaurant, you know, owner, it was yeah. Well, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. What what am I going to do? Yeah. And you know, and there was there was you know some free money out there, and there was some of this out there, and. And, you know, and I will say that 99% of landlords were good people. That's yeah. good. Good people. It's good mm-hmm. to hear, yeah. Um, you know, because at the end of the day, if, if you're a commercial tenant, your legal rights are not much, right? Whatever yeah. is in the four corners of that document, that's what it is, mm-hmm. right? And we have no mercy for you because you are a sophisticated buyer because you're a business. Therefore, we're not going to cut you any break. So it's not it's not like, oh, hey, I'll give you two months of rent and, and I'll be out of this lease. It doesn't work that way. Right? Yeah. If it's a 10-year lease, you owe 10 years, right? I mean, now, 
that's a long lease. Is sounds like a like, sounds like a copier. Well, uh, you know, I mean, it's lease? it's. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. Typically, what we're, what we're seeing now is a lot a shift more toward five with, mm-hmm. with options. Yeah, you know, but because of COVID, do you think? No, well, I think that's part of it. You know, I mean, I always try and get as small a term with as many options as I can because I want to cap liability. Right for yeah. for for my that's your job for my client in case something goes bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, if I'm on the landlord side, you know, I've also asked you for a bunch of tenant improvement money, right? I want you to <laughs> to pay me to build out my restaurant yeah. so that I can sit here and pay you rent. Mm-hmm. Well, they've got to recover that money, right? Yep. I mean, it's not free money, so your rent will go up a little bit, but then I'm also going to extend the term to make sure I capture all that back. Yeah. So it, you know, it's it's kind of a you know push and pull kind of you know in the negotiation it all works together, uh, but it's you know so anyway but it's, you know so anyway at the time that was kind of it, um, and, and so, you know so in dealing with the landlords it was all just a business negotiation really like mm-hmm. you know if, if 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 your your property goes dark you know you got you you know nobody's going to want to be there. And oh, by the way, if you think it's hard getting payment out of my client now, what's how are you going to get a new one in a couple of months, mm-hmm. right? And oh, by the way, you're going to spend an inordinate amount of money chasing, you know, the, what pennies are left. Yeah. And I'm not. Yeah. I, well, we got a personal guarantee. I know you got a personal guarantee. Good luck with that too. Yeah. <laughs> right. Just a couple more pennies over yeah, there. <laughs> so let's just figure this out. Yeah. Right. We'll let's get through. And like I said, I, you know. To a man with, with with a few exceptions, they were all all willing to work with them. That's awesome. And, and that That's was good. great. And and you know what? I don't think I had anybody close down. So That's they, amazing. They, they you know they all made it. Um, you know, and they all got out, and uh, you know, either made it through, or you know, we got you know to a point where they could say, you know what? Let me just sell this, and you know, pay things off and get out of the business. So I you know I had a few of those. Mm-hmm. But they never had personal liability, so I'm very correct. proud of that. That's awesome, amazing! Um, wow, that was so just interesting. What a like, saga! I right, like getting <laughs> from like where you started, started all the way I, through. Yeah. Right. It, it came together though for you me because I was stuck on like how do we get from sales. And marketing, and marketing over and over again. <laughs> sometimes back you, into law. Yeah. it takes a woman. Sometimes, but I like that. To, like, put you back in your spot. Sometimes that's that is right. the shortest part of the podcast. How'd you get your start? Oh, I just knew. I was I always. Knew I, I always like being a lawyer. <laughs> I passed the LSAT. <laughs> took it on a whim. <laughs> yeah. Said, man, I I'm did good. Amazing yeah. at law. Um, well, obviously, you can't be an experienced. When did you? When did you start your own firm? Uh, 2014. Fourteen. Okay. Yep. So you are an experienced lawyer because you were doing it. You were doing the lawyering part, right. just not just under the job well, title you know, of it, under the guys. And to be honest with you, the, uh, the being in business, if you're a business transaction lawyer, <laughs> you know, has been invaluable, mm-hmm. right? I, I mean, I'm, you know, I, I've negotiated deals that were much bigger than the deals I'm dealing with now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and like on the sponsorship rooms and side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, look, that's just, you know, so you need to be comfortable. You need to be prepared. You need to understand. And I think this is probably, and I, I, you know, one great tip for, for anybody that's in any sort of negotiation, you know, you can spend your time negotiating and arguing, or you can spend your time listening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when you can understand 
you know, the other side's position and you can understand what they need to make a deal, yeah. um, then you can put together a solution. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, at the end of the day, that's what I do. I solve problems, right? So, um, you know, I think it, it was a, you know, it was, it was sales training, but it was solution training, really, mm-hmm. is what it, what it turned out to be for me. So it's been an amazing gift. It's been an amazing, amazing experience from that, that standpoint because, you know, I, I am able to see these things. And then, you know, and then just all the other stuff, like, you know, geez, you've got a great brand. Why, you know, you know, you know why are you not thinking about co-packing the sauce, co-packing this, and let's look at alternative revenue streams, right? That's because you need to start thinking. Right? Well, sure. Because, yeah. you know, this is, you know, you, you know, and again, this, this like goes a back. a business consultant. Yeah. 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 But I there, there is a good bit of that, that you know, yeah. and, uh, you know, and, and I, and I, I can't remember where we were talking about this earlier, but, you know, it was, you know, they're, they, they have a model where they're paying somebody else's mortgage, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, listen, you know, you drive by all these McDonald's, right? You know what McDonald's is? They don't sell burgers. They're a landowner, right? They're a landlord. That's what they do, yeah. right? They get franchisees to buy their burgers. Mm-hmm. I almost threw in an adjective, but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Delicious. You know, just so they can. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it was something. I'll, like let, that. I'll, I'll let Tasty. you fill in the. I'll let you fill in the blank. And you know, just just so they can pay rent, right? To pay them, mm-hmm. right? So it's yeah. really, you know, and I, and so, you know, so it's like, listen, you know, and I and I'll, uh, without that name, a client he owns ten restaurants. He's got ten restaurants. He started these all up all by himself. He's got all this stuff. How many do you own the building? You know, oh. only a couple. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well. See, I can't say his name, but you know, I don't want to say. Is his it a pre-existing but... restaurant chain that people would know of, or is it like no, it, no? Okay. He, um, it was restaurant. it was a family business, so he probably okay. got it's like a Frank's you know, Pizza three or, three or four, yes, yeah, uh, those. And then he's he's opened up, you know, but he's done all this all on on his back, and and he's just working and working and working himself to death, right? And it's like, well, you know, and he's got kids, and you know, and uh, this is the other interesting thing, you know. You know, when I grew up, you know, you, your dad does something, you know, you're expected to step into that business and you mm-hmm. go and you take over, yeah. right? Well, you know, particularly with, with kids now, you know, do you want to be in a restaurant business? No. You know, I, and, and I want to be influencers now. And most, and most, you know, and I think it's, you know, kind of a shock for a lot of restaurant owners when we start talking about, well, what's your exit strategy on this? Mm-hmm. You know, well, you know, I, I just, you know, Junior is going to take over. Right? Does Junior want to do this? Does Junior yeah. know he's going to take yeah, over? Yeah. Does this? You know, eh, maybe it's a definite yeah. maybe at this point. Mm-hmm. You know. Okay. So the answer is no. Yeah. So okay. You know, so then let's look at this. Right now, if if I can own the building, and I own the business, you know, if Junior wants the business, great. Let Junior take over the business. Yeah. Not right. Junior still pays your rent though. Don't don't cut any. You know, you're not going to pay. You know, for that beach house in the Dominican Republic. Without collecting rent, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And you know, and then you know, so, you know, or he doesn't, right? He doesn't want to have anything to do with it. Or you know, what? instead of a beach house, you want a couple of condos, you know, over there in DR. I, my wife's Dominican, so I was like, there know, must be right? something. Like, really I, I love that here. place. I, we, we, that that could be another hour talking about how, how wonderful <laughs> that place is. But so, but uh, you know. Now you've got options. I can sell the business. I can sell the land. I can mm-hmm. I can keep the land and collect rent. You know, give yourself flexibility, right? Mm-hmm. Because you don't know what the future is going to be. You don't know where it's you know, but you want to be able to have 
you know, assets to be, you know, and this is, you know, you know sort of, you know, you're, you're rich, I guess, because you're making a lot of revenue, but you ain't wealthy. Yeah. Right. I only get into, I only get into the Southern accent when I really got to make a point. <laughs> what would you say uh, has been, <laughs> you <ain't. laughs> what would you say has been one of the most like interesting problems that you've solved? Well, uh, you know, interesting, I'm not sure I'm, this is going to be interesting, you know, per se, but it was, I think it was really reaffirming to, to me as an attorney uh, mm-hmm. into where, you know, I'm trying to take my clients and help my clients do. And it was really a couple of different different cases. So one Ooh. was a, uh, a couple of ladies, they started this uh, wonderful restaurant making chicken. It wasn't candy, right? It was not. Um, you they, knew who I was talking about. You knew exactly who you were talking about, didn't you? Huh? Or did he just know the lady's name weren't candy? I I I I I know who who, but I I, I don't know them. He knows exactly but, what we're talking about. He though. does. So he does. The, he knows uh, for some reason we're gonna have to ask about it. The uh, I I don't know anything at this. The old point. lady gang. The. <laughs> so he does. The, he knows <laughs> um. Anyway, so uh, get back on track. Sorry. Uh, these two wonderful ladies, and they brought in an, in an investor. The investor insisted that I need 51% because it's my money, right? Now, this is uh, – 51%? 51%, right? Because I'm, I'm funding all this stuff. I'm going to put this here, and we're going to you know build this right. We're going to do sure. this. We're going to franchise it. Yeah. We're going to do all these different things. If you don't okay. ask, you don't get Ask and you shall receive. they, you know, they agreed to these terms, and they, they agreed they, to they, that. So, you know, and and so now, here's the issue, right? One, they they violated my, you know, one of my tenants, which is don't get other people involved if you can help it. Mm-hmm. Certainly not at a tenant number two, and this one is on no no way should you have ever brought in somebody and give them control majority over the product. Absolutely. Because you are the product. Yeah. I mean, that's very important. A very important point there. You know, you want to invest your money and make money, that's great. But you can't do it without me, right? Well, that's not what happened, right? Because what happened was is they came in, they invested their money, they got an operating agreement. Now, these ladies don't have to necessarily have to stay, but guess who owns the recipes? Not them anymore not them because anymore. they have 49% can you, of it. Can you negotiate – like a, a difference between the fifty-one percent of revenues versus fifty-one percent of control. Yes. So, what I would do, and you know, have but they'd know, already done it. They had already done it. Yeah. I mean, that, that ship had sailed. Yeah. So, you know, what, what I what, what I do with my clients now is is you're going to be a, a founding member. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're going to have Class A. Okay. Everybody else is Class B. They can have an equity stake, meaning I can get whatever percentage of revenues, but I will never, ever, ever have a say in how this company is run. Mm. Right. Mm. And this is, you know, in part of this, you know, there's always, of course, a little bit of ego, right. Mm-hmm. Involved with some of these, but you know, it is worth noting that, you know, so they, you know, and this is, you know, again, part of, you know, having been at the negotiating table with some of these bigger things, like, yeah. no, you're not investing in the business. You're investing in this person. Mm-hmm. Right. Let them do what they do. Stay yeah. out of their way. You're an investor. You are not a business partner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think investor. you're right. The ego is coming yeah. into play in that. Right. Yeah. yeah. Investor versus business partner is a very clear distinction that you need to draw because they, 
you know, unless they bring, unless they're bringing something to the table, you know, that, you know, they have a, a, a talent, you know, yeah, or something or, you know, or something or, you know, they have, yeah. you know, some intellectual property that they're bringing or something. Well, that, you know, that, you know, that's, that's, they're just an investor and they need to stay there. Mm. Right now you need to incentivize them. Right. So you pay the investors back first. For sure. Right. Before and you pay yourself. Before you pay yourself. You know, uh, you know, now doesn't mean you can't take a salary, but mm-hmm. you, they, you know, they don't get dividends oh, and, oh. and they don't get distributions. That goes to pay them back first. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, anyway, I'm, I'm telling you how to structure the whole deal here. I know. This is you, you are. We're over here scribbling <laughs> stuff down. I mean. But I mean, that. I, yeah. I think that just kind of proves the point, though, of, of people, you know, especially when you think about business owners, a lot of times they're creative, <laughs> they're passionate people. They're not always the ones thinking about these nitty gritty things. And that's right. where they need someone like you in their court because they're like, hey, I have my product. I'm trying to get it into the marketplace. Yeah. I didn't realize that because Bob gave me, you know, I shouldn't have structured the deal this yeah, way. They're well, like, let me just get it done and out. Yeah. I think it's like twofold. You're either like creative and you've got this idea or you just immensely trust someone yeah. to kind of have your back as an investor or a partner or whatever well, it's it a friend it's a family it's, it's a long yeah, it's time someone you've known for a long time and so you just think they're going to yeah. do right by me always but like sure. inevitably like you said 99 percent of the time there's always a problem well what was it that you said that was the fortune cookie like you never really know someone until money is involved yes <laughs> you know i feel like that's yeah. So well, very you know, true and it's, statement. You know, and particularly if it's you know just some somebody that you you, you don't know great, you know you, you don't know this person, but the worst, quite honestly, are the people you know the best. Yes, because you, you know, friends and family money changes people. And I, I can't tell you how many deals have started a conversation that started with, well, you know, they were family, so so was it Candy and her mom? And it was, <laughs> it was. You know, it was it was bad. We're gonna they, get they, to they this. always they always end up bad. Yeah, We're get to this. So you know, anyway, so that was the first one, and then the second one was actually uh, a restaurant owner in Johns Creek. Okay, mm-hmm. and he also had a restaurant down in Buckhead. Okay, uh, there was a discrepancy between the two partners, and sorting through a lot of this what and kind to make of a, a discrepancy? long discrepancy. Well. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is really. Was it a personal discrepancy? Well, there... I mean, they, you know, they had just, they had just, you know, uh, eventually, yes. Wait However, a second. <laughs> yeah, um, but that was that, you know, that wasn't my client. Um, the uh, never. No, no, actually, my client was a really a great guy. Okay. He was, you know, he had, he was an you know, an accountant. He you know ran a good, he ran a great business. You know, he had the the, the business partner that was maybe a little less scrupulous, mm-hmm. and it was just time to go. Right, yeah. it was just time to part ways. And it was like, well, okay, here I'll, you know, you take this restaurant, I'll take that restaurant. No, they couldn't agree. And, oh. you know, and then, you know, my client's like, I'm going to make you a nice offer, a couple hundred thousand dollars. I'll take everything. You go do whatever you want to do. That's more than enough seed money to start your own restaurant. Um, he refused because he didn't trust my client. He didn't mm-hmm. trust me. And he didn't trust, I'm not sure if he didn't trust his, I don't think he trusted his attorney, to be honest with you. Um, but given his own personal record, I can understand why he didn't trust people. Oh. Um, and it ended up where my client paid him $4,000, assumed the liability for the existing restaurant because one had been shut down and they parted ways. My client has since recovered. He's paid off all that debt. He's got, he just, 
re-upped his lease. He's doing great. But he went from being willing to pay a couple hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, because they fought and fought and fought. Well, I mean, you can imagine, right? You're running a business and you're fighting with your partner all the time. You don't trust your partner and you're doing all these shenanigans. I mean, what's going to happen to the business? Well, it's it's, going to suffer. It's going to suffer. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it suffered greatly. Um, and it, it was it was just a it was just a mess. So this guy ended up making four grand instead of a couple hundred thousand. Right. And this is the worst part of the story. Or maybe it was justice. I'm not sure. Karma, we go. It it, it it is. Uh, you, you, know, you can fill in the blank there. The. I, see, I'm trying to keep it clean, which is so not you, like You do either. not have to. Do you want me to just is, go ahead and just let her rip and let you know that we can say, like, fuck, shit, <laughs> bitch, piss. Yeah, well, okay, oh, so Car- karma is a bitch, right? And I, my wife and I, and we, go, like, we go to beep, this, beep, we go to this restaurant, and we sit down, and who is waiting tables? No. The other guy. Stop, Stop it. it. Stop it. What? Yeah. That is karma. That is all karma. Yeah. There is no other and what? possible. Yeah, so what? And, and really, you know, the, and the big lesson there, one, is the importance Sad, of an take operating the cash agreement. Take can. But two, <laughs> First off, you good. know, this was a situation where it got emotional. Yeah. It got caught up in litigating. You know, me and the other attorney made a hell of a lot more than he did. Right. Yeah. And that should never work that way. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not how that should work. Yeah. And I, I got no beef with litigators, but by the time you get there, you know, you better be ready to dig deep into the pocketbook mm-hmm. and you better believe, I mean, you better believe because I have a hard time justifying anything getting to that stage from a business standpoint, Yeah. not a personal one. Right. And you may have, you may have been wronged. This might be personal to you, but that's not my job. My job is to take care of your business, mm-hmm. yeah. right? And your business decision is smarter to do this, yeah, right? Um, and I've seen emotion really mess with people's business decisions. And nine times out of ten, nine times out of nine, they usually don't end up <laughs> making the best decision, the best. you know, because they, they wait too long. You know, and, and look, you know, this is – the lawyer business isn't really complicated, in this regard, you know, we get paid by the hour. Yeah. Right. You want to take weeks and months, you know, dragging this on. Okay. You're still paying, mm-hmm. right. You're still mm-hmm. paying whether you're making this progress or not. You're not focused on your business. You're not making more money. Yeah. You're doing all these things. It's just heading in the wrong direction, you know, and uh, you know, nine times out of 10, the answer is not, well, you know, these are all my damages. The answer is, well, where am I going next? Yeah. You know, what do I need to get there? Because, you know, you're in a bad marriage. Mm-hmm. Get out, mm-hmm. right? If you, you know, if if I was Doctor Phil, and I was, you know, saying, "Listen, you just need to get out. It doesn't matter what it costs you." The whole audience would clap, right? Yeah. They would love. They would eat that stuff up. I was, <laughs> was going to go with Jerry Springer, but I didn't think that that was really appropriate. But Doctor you know, Phil is more our class of audience, is, right? you know. Right? He's he's you know he's but yeah again I'm dating myself. No, I grew up in Sarasota where Jerry lives. You see him at the movie theater. Yeah, but... oh, no way. <laughs> yeah, that is hilarious. Yeah, see, no. now, now, yeah, now, we now, see let me ask you some questions. Was he yeah, seeing? Right. <laughs> no, but he would. He'd always be there, and he had a at um, the movie theater. At the, yeah, he didn't have 20. a movie theater for uh-uh. himself. No, he was very like down to earth. He had a he has a a disabled daughter, and so he would mm. bring her out a I lot. So yeah, we would see him all the time, and we as very you know 
great kids, we would just follow him right. around going, Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He left that on his date just... with his daughter. Yeah, yeah. uh huh, yep. Yeah. Oh pink house. Gosh. Hindsight's yeah. 2020. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, but, you know, and it's, um, but it's, it, you know, it's, it's just sad because it, you know, they, they, they could get the money. They could start this yeah. new life, this new business, this whole new direction. It'd be fresh. You know, this gentleman in particular that we were, we were just discussing, he could have had his own restaurant. Yeah. 100% ownership mm-hmm. in his control and at his direction. Now, I'm not saying he's a good restaurateur or a good businessman. No, but he could have But he had could have had that opportunity. He could have been a contender. He ended up with nothing. So practically speaking, let's just pull an example out of the air. And Laura and I, who are... I like to say pretty good friends, best friends. One would say. say, like, wow, yeah, no, we're pretty, we're tight, you know, like, yeah, like we're codependent a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> we have problems, um, but let's say we decided, like, hey, we want to start like a business together, mm-hmm. like just the two of How us. How crazy like, would that be? <laughs> it would be nuts. So, what would what would be your practical advice? For two best friends who want to do something together because we know each other, we like each other, we mm-hmm. trust each other without right. a shadow of a doubt. Like we each bring sure. something very unique to the table. Right. What's what do you what do you say to those two best friends? Right. Well, number one, you know, let's let's talk about the business. Let's learn all these sort of things. But really, when the when it gets to the advice time of our discussion, it's going to come down to this. Let's talk about who's doing what, who owns what. Mm-hmm. Let's you know. By the way, and this is really for every small business. Go to the SBDC and get your business plan put together. Mm. Yeah, it's free. Mm-hmm. It's free. Hmm. Let me, or let me put it a different way. You've already paid for it with your tax money. Yeah. Hey. Go take advantage of it, please. I, I can't emphasize that enough. Partic- you know, particularly if if you don't have a big business background, get this in place. Let me, and then my job is to make sure that everybody's roles. Duties, responsibilities are clearly defined. Mm. And that's in that operating agreement? It, it, it can. It's, okay. um, I mean, it doesn't necessarily all in, in the operating agreement. So, mm-hmm. for example, if, if, you know, one of you is bringing a, a wad of cash and the other person is bringing all the sweat equity, you yeah. know, if, if I'm the cash person, I want you to provide – I want some sort of employment agreement tied to an award agreement whereby you are gifted your interest in the company, but you need to keep working there. I'm not going to give you 50% of the business and then you turn around and walk out the next day and quit mm-hmm. your job and all of a sudden you're sitting there, you know, having dumped in hundreds of thousands of dollars and this rest, you know, this business is going down the toilet, right? So, you know, you need to kind of – there's kind of two ways of, of, of skinning that cat. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, like I said, the biggest thing, you know, is that you – Everybody understands exactly what they're going to do. They put it in writing. Oh, so that's I think what I'm hearing is the key thing. And Just number three, yeah. have a way out. Oh. Right? Every deal should be written within escape hatch. Mm. Every one. Yeah. Because if things get sideways, how am I getting out? Yeah. Everybody get a prenup is what I'm hearing? Pretty much, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I mean, I... Yeah, I'm, I'm not a big fan of the family law experience. Having sure. been through it once, but but that is but that is you know I mean it's it it's absolutely true you know and and I think not just not just it make for a better relationship because everybody understands mm-hmm. really where the, you know their lane is and what they're doing and how this is supposed to work. 
but, but you know, I think it, it also brings you know some accountability. Yeah. Because you know, look, I you know this isn't working. I've got I, I can we can go ahead and we can do this and we can you know get out and we can get out without you know killing everything because you know it, particularly you know look you guys have known each other for ten years. You know, it's more than just the money. Too. Yeah. You don't want, you know, you're, you're doing this also to protect your relationship. For sure. So, you know, those, those things are pretty important, I, I think, for that. Yeah. I yeah. think that is the biggest piece. And hopefully in, a, in most cases is like, yeah, we work great together, but like, I like you and I want to keep you. Yeah. I'm sure. Well, sure. yeah. And you don't go, hopefully, into business with people you don't enjoy. Well, but you don't go into business to fail anyway. Either. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No. But, you know, enjoying somebody's company is, you know, I mean, that's, you need to be very careful, right? That's a wolf in mm-hmm. sheep's clothing. Do you so. recommend going into business with spouses? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That um, feels like I played the fifth question. Uh, you know what? I We're mean, not, it's not in that section. Are, no, <laughs> not. We're not there yet. You know, I mean, I. You know, is is there anything wrong with it? No. I mean, I, and by the way, that wasn't the question. On, on many different levels, you know, you, you're in business with your spouse one way or the other. He's trying to yeah. lawyer us. He is. He's, he's lawyering us. Yeah. No way. But do you, but, do you recommend it? I. You know, I, I, I. At that point, I don't. I don't see. Would Why you not? go in to start a business with your wife? Uh, no, we cannot work together. Oh, okay. Um, there it no. is. He did not <laughs> even hesitate on that one. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. He's like, I was not trying to lawyer around no. that one. No. Or no. Love you, babe, know, but no. You know, what, uh, you know what, what? Would I let my wife invest in me? I already did once. So, uh, oh, you know what? Uh, oh. that's I'm fine with would that. Would you invest in your wife? Um, yeah. Yeah, okay. Just but I would not put us in one office together. We want <laughs> you know, her it, on the it, podcast, too. Yeah. Yes. Oh, you kidding me? She's much more entertaining. <laughs> You've been thoroughly entertaining. Yes. Yeah. Are you kidding? All right. Well, this has been so fun. Okay, so we have one little final segment here. Um, it's hopefully designed to put you a little bit in the hot seat. Oh, we are going to the way you. I know. I wrote it really big, <laughs> and I've been trying to like cover it with my glass so he can't. No, he read. knows you wrote it down as we were talking about it. But it's called. We call it our closing arguments. Yes, it's a game of plead the fifth, where we ask you three hard-hitting questions and you can three. Only, th- only three only but there three. might be follow-ups and they don't count okay Wait, the follow-ups do not count the follow-ups don't count okay <laughs> you can only pass or plead the fifth on one of them well, yeah well, who agreed to this you you did where, where when you decided my, where, to come where's my agent <laughs> where's his employment agreement <laughs> it wasn't implied yeah have you listened to an question. episode before that's yes, not a yes, question yes, oh, okay so you then did. you know who'd you listen to uh joe english Oh, that's you know a good Joe? one. Yeah. yeah, great episode. Yeah, it's a good you know like Joe? compatible. I do not. I, oh. I know his business partner, Mark Taylor. Oh, okay, oh, okay. cool. Oh, yeah. Taylor English. There you go. All right. Do you want to go first, or would you like me to? You can go first. I know which one you're going to. Okay. So you, uh, you want me to you, go first? You do because I really want to. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't get to go. That's not the way this works. I mean, if you okay. have a question, you can ask it. But. We will plead the fifth. What is the name of the sketchiest restaurant you've worked with? Wow. The sketchiest restaurant that I've that worked That can be with. your own definition. Um, geez, oh, Pete. I mean, I... Geez, oh, Pete. I've oh, heard that. that. Second, second that? time you said that. He has. I, I heard it drop How the first time. How old are your kids? How old are they? Yeah. 20. I've got uh, 25. Is not a plead the fifth question? 20. 
I've got a stepdaughter that's 11 uh-huh. and a son that's three. There we are. There it is. <laughs> we are censoring for three. <laughs> All right. So that's two questions now. <laughs> no, that was not, not a question. Absolutely well, you not. asked me how old my I kids I just were. wanted to know you where Jesus well, came from. Is that not a question? I said uh, follow-up questions did, Listen, count. you got beat by your own rules. That's not a follow-up <laughs> that, question. That's a completely independent question. You didn't answer the first question yet. No, I didn't. Probably not gonna. Sketchiest restaurant? Are you going to play the fifth on that one? I I can't. You've only got one. Uh, I'm not not going to do that. Ever worked with. Do you get to name them if you don't They probably know it themselves. I mean, I still work in this business. You know that, right? Yeah. I I can't do that. Yeah, you can't name like one crappy wing place. I was like, oh, yeah. It's like not even in business anymore. So like, maybe like, you know, Burger Joe's, they're not coming back for you. against. All right. All right. Yeah, they could be opposing counsel. You're pleading the fifth? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so how do you know Candy and the old lady gang? Yeah! <laughs> I, I don't. That's not true. No, it is true. You, you don't serious? know them at all. No. I don't know what this is. Do you know about them? What do you, know you know who we're talking about. He knows who we're talking about. No, I don't. I don't. I mean, I've heard, but that's like, I mean, I, I'm so, huh, okay. You're here saying? I'm here saying, yeah. Okay. But I don't. I really. I don't. you really don't. No. Dang, man, really, you were dodging thought... that left and right. What well, you sure. really Is this were? An sure. Kind of. You moment? know enough to like know that. No. You're not gonna say anything. Have you ever eaten there? No. Oh, I think I would. I have not. But I would love to. You want a double date there? Yeah, I tried to go to one of Candy's other. Look, <laughs> I did go to one of her stores, not the. Uh, the out one. I went to her clothing store that she originally had trying to see oh. her there. <laughs> Not that other one. I did try to go to that candy one Candy coated nights. <laughs> Love me some candy. Me um, too. You might be the... Okay. We, we might be the only people in the room. I have no idea what that is. Clearly. <laughs> Did you not work with Candy on the old? That's the second question. What if he worked with her on Candy Coated Nights, and that's why he doesn't talk about the old lady gang, because I included that in my question. You Should I have just left it up. as Candy? I don't know. I mean, maybe that was a sketchy knows, I don't know. I know. Maybe that was his lawyering response because he's like, oh, well, you said and the, like, as <laughs> and in the one, old lady gang. One thing. Because she has the restaurant with Scott or Scott, Todd, too. Okay, I was like, Scott, wait. She, he's nodding his head. He's nodding his head. No, I'm disagreeing with This you. is I'm not a video. You said she has, you know, she has a restaurant. But you know with, that. Why do you know I mean, that? Then, okay. Because you just told me. No. no. You just said no. she's no. got a restaurant. No, because you weren't nodding when I said like, Scott. Okay. Scott's not her <laughs> husband. Huh? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I can't be This is the weirdest, really, the fifth we've ever <laughs> had. And we still have one more question. <laughs> oh, we still have one more question. It okay. can get weirder. I'm not asking okay. one. This is not a yes or no because I feel like lawyers can like escape around that. What is your wildest Clemson college story? Ooh, that's good. You have to tell it because you've already played the fifth. You were there for five and a half years. Like, you, got, you had a couple. You got a. You got a. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 So what is the. You the know, wildest. He's like, I still work in the city. I'm trying to think. Is I mean, it was Surper one. No, it's orange and in like the, the Carolinas. Yeah, that's, just it's it's just well, across I know the that. They've kind of like fallen that. off lately. How do you oh, feel wow. about did, that? Did my I wife wrote, put you up to that comment? Is that, that where'd she go? I have family that are like big Clemson fans. She didn't. She has not geniuses. 
Oh yeah, like send they, me like, a message at all. They keep like a, a not hey, an RV. You... Like my like my South Carolina family are big Clemson fans, mm. and so like they have like I guess there's like big tailgating, and they keep they bought like a yes. trailer thing five and a half years. Of course, there's yeah, big like, what do you call tailgating. like a pool behind? They they keep it there like on a site. Like they yes. pay for like a tailgating site That's and they dream. keep a camper on it. It's my dream. I don't know. It's crazy. Not at Clemson, but yeah. so crazy anyway, story. Crazy story. Uh, let's see. We, uh, give us a throwback so, Thursday. So, geez, I'm trying to think. I mean, it's, it's like one time I stole the statue of the cat from the <laughs> Clemson thing. We're like, yeah, oh. no, we, we, I, I never did anything like that. I mean, I was, I was basically a, a good kid. Mm-hmm. But you, you know, said you broke I, rules. I remember you I saying did say that. that. I did say that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, but I, I mean, I had two, at least two jobs, sometimes three. Wow. So I, I worked a You're lot. A so, but so you needed to like let loose. You would think, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. we kind of assume. I mean, you know, I mean, no, no, nothing that's, that's going to be too juicy. I mean, I did, we did jump off a, a bridge into the lake, you know, because it's, you know, it it's really on the lake. dangerous. It was because somebody got really hurt. Stop. Yeah. It was, it was, Don't it wasn't, do that. wasn't, I did wasn't that. pretty bad. Yeah. At Lake Lanier, but I let my first husband do it and then a cop came and I was like, peace. <laughs> 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 I was like, settle, swim to shore, babe. Settles bridge. <laughs> And I then, don't know whatever uh, that you know, green we, bridge is. The, we used the, to the do bar I winter. worked at, we had a lot of fights. Did you, you get in one? Um, I I don't remember. Okay, and Rebecca, did you ever get in a bar fight, we were Rebecca? There at the, I wasn't at the fighting. Police, I just grabbed at the police station, <laughs> and uh, not me. Um, that that's actually true. It wasn't me. And I, I actually wasn't sure. there because I worked there, so I couldn't leave the bar. But they you know took some folks and and one. <laughs> My friend, he, uh, he he may or may not have gotten arrested a lot. May or may not may have. or may not have a lot. <laughs> and, uh, so anyway, so they take them and they, they you know put them in the the room where they're gonna you know hold because it wasn't like a big you know prison. Kind yeah, of, it was like the jail thing. thing. It was the drug. I don't tank. even I don't even know I don't even know if they had like a jail cell per se, but you know because I never went in. But the. Because you're a good kid. Because he talked his little self out of He did. He probably just talked himself out of it. And the cop is is there, you know, and my friend, you know, I mean, he had to go to the bathroom. So he peed in the coffee maker. (gasps) In the coffee coffee maker? maker? Of the the jail place? At the jail place, yeah. Where the police are? Where the water goes to make their coffee? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So somebody got peed in the coffee? Where else would it be? In the pot itself? We're just clarifying. And then, then, uh, now 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 it's all this stuff is coming back to me. And we had this, I had this one friend and he, we would go to this. It was like, uh, you know, like a gas and sip kind of joint. I forget what what it was called. I've never heard of a gas and sip. It's just a convenience store, right? But without Okay, like a pilot? Yeah, sort of, but smaller because it's Clemson, right? So it was very small. Okay, A BP. And, uh, you know, Shell. so but you go in and at two o'clock everything you know is, is done. Right? A.M. We're talking two a.m. Right. Mm. So you know, if you want to continue drinking, you know, or midnight on Saturday because now it's Sunday. Yeah. You know, so cut off. You, cut off. So it's like the dirty, you know, that's dirty it. south. And you know, look, twelve twelve oh one on Saturday night is could be pretty tough. Yeah. It can be pretty brutal if you have not planned appropriately. Mm-hmm. I so there's like a mad dash over here to go buy beer, right? Or buy whatever your whatever. whatever your drink is. Your and mad dog. One of my friends had figured out that there was only one person. Ass monkey. One person working that store. Yeah. And a big line of people. And so he grabbed a couple of cases of beer and walked around. <gasps> oh. And he's yeah. like, "Well, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Right? Because if if you come chase me, 
all these other people all going. All these other people are gone, right? It was it was a very uh, very interesting. You know, same gentleman also walked in same an hour gen- late. You, you hour late for the test. What's he doing now? Are you still friends? He's in construction. Um, hour late for the test, pants. and he uh, picked up you know a Scantron mm-hmm. unused. Picked up a Scantron used. Sat down, just copy everything. No, he didn't. Yeah, he literally spent three minutes taking that test. Oh, how'd he do? He didn't do well. Uh, Is he like owning his own construction business, though? Is he like going places? Is he building skyscrapers or anything? Still friends? No. No. Oh, just, oh. Yeah, maybe you'll call him after this on your no. way home. Where do you probably, live? I probably won't tell him what I, what I just said. No. <laughs> what's, what's his I name? can maybe <laughs> see he's omitting this particular part. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it was you know, but it was fun. Like I said, I, I had a lot of fun. That's awesome. It was a good place. Oh, I could see that. That's cool. Very good. Okay. Well, I think that. No, he didn't pass though because he pleaded the fifth. <laughs> Sorry, I don't want to like let that go. Because right, because he pleaded the fifth. On he did plead the, first the fifth. One, he yeah. lost yes. okay. the first question. Good. Look at me. Well done, Rebecca. I like, know. On my back. I was so excited. But for it that does anyone conclude <laughs> the whole episode? It does. It does. It flew by. You were an excellent guest. Yeah, Thank you tried. so much for coming. This is yes, so uh, good. Yes. No, you guys were great. Thank really you. Great. Well. Everyone, you guys can check us out at Hyperchat Social on all the social medias. And just remember, please give us a five-star review everywhere you listen to your podcast, like right here, right now. And we will catch you next time. Case Case closed. closed.